right. We got uh, we got a view of Timmy out there shirtless, shirtless, which is nice. Road manager Timmy. I know lots of ladies are jealous right now. The Tim dog. Uh, well, good. Hello. Hello. Um, uh, you look nice as always, Thank you. Thank but you. no dress today. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, dude. You've been kicking ass on that Peloton. Yeah, but it's not showing on the scale. That's what's so depressing. But I do feel stronger. I keep telling myself, I'm like, no, but I know I'm stronger. It's just not showing on the scale. I, I told you guys, if you go back in the podcast, she's never what? going to Croatia. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so sad. Um, are, are we going to talk about what we laughed about last night? I don't know if you wanted to or not. Is that what we're going to start with? We can start with that. No, we don't have to. I wasn't, I wasn't going to bring it up because. No, I actually, I think it is a valid topic of conversation. I actually think I'm going to, I'm going to put it in my Instagram stories and see what people say. Okay. Well, I mean, you, we can talk about it here. Like if you take want. a poll. You have to take about... a poll in the comments too. Well, I mean, look, at the end of the day. It sounds like we're having a very serious discussion. Um, it's not serious at all. I was going to say, at the end of the day, <laughs> the comments are always in your favor. They, they were in your favor again. Oh, I just love Renee and she's amazing. And Steve, you're a piece of shit. No, and... I think that last episode, people just sympathized with an an introvert. I'm an introvert and you're an extrovert and you like wanted to be mean about it instead of I was just, not like, being mean about it. You definitely had a negative I did not negative tone. I did not. Just because you're not like that doesn't I, mean it's wrong. I, but I'm happy no matter what. That's the difference. I'm gonna go with the flow. Make <laughs> you're it gonna double down. No, I'm you're just saying that double I am, down. No, I'm just saying that me personally, extrovert, introvert, like whatever's happening. Whatever's happening. I'm happy. Um, <laughs> so I will ask this question to Lori first because I, I and, and maybe it's a guy thing. I was going to say, don't ask but, it to Rick. Ask it to Lori first. But then I want to know what Rick has to say about it. I'm sure. Okay. Lori, would you, are you okay? You're going to phrase it differently. No. I feel like I should ask Are Lori. you okay if for your birthday... Renee bought you underwear. What if I went to Victoria's Secrets and stocked you up with like 10 really cute panties? Yeah. That's not weird? No. Thank for, you. For, for girls, no. But like if you bought a guy friend underwear. That's different. Can... That's different. No, we're going to. It's weird. We're going to a birthday dinner okay, tonight. Hold on. And Let's, we can talk about it because it's talk. a surprise party, but she's, this episode won't be As Rick's Friday. at the airport in front of other people, are, are buying <laughs> underwear. Is that not weird? I'm literally having to leave the bathroom because I can't talk about that in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, wait, let me get the, the situation right. You bought Renee underwear? No, no, no. Yeah. R- Renee. <laughs> Rick's oh, voice is kind of, you're kind of yeah. quiet, Rick. You need to speak up. Renee would like to buy a girlfriend underwear for a birthday gift. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. No, it's but not. It's, it's not. No, listen. Someone, it. someone bought me underwear once for my birthday. It was like I, I did not expect a gift. They showed up with a gift, and it was a bag of Victoria's Secrets underwear. And I thought it was, I thought it was a really great gift idea. And I was like, oh my gosh, why did I never think to buy my girlfriend? cute underwear women don't go shopping for them look you keep your underwear forever i right? have to and because by the time i stretch out the crotch and and make room down there with my underwear it takes a long time to stretch it out you know so <laughs> okay okay um, but no women don't take the time to like stop and buy themselves underwear and I think we'll it's just weird. keep i think it's weird 
But but if a friend bought it for me, I'm like, great, you took that off my plate. I love these. They're super cute. And I have new underwear. And then I throw out some scuzzy ones because I've got more to put in the drawer. I don't know. I, I think it's weird. And I think that we need to leave it right there for the, the people to <laughs> to chime in. Well, no. And I didn't think it was I, weird until the friend that bought them for me that one time, you pointed out that maybe they were swingers and that's why they bought them. Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. So maybe yes. it's a little weird. It is weird. But like, no, no. Okay. It's like um, when... When you're getting married, women throw like a bridal shower and sometimes the bridal shower is a lingerie shower, right? And women buy lingerie for their girlfriend before they get married. Yeah, and it's what, like- What it's do they call really that? Nice. A boudoir party? Well, that, that's the pictures when you take like the oh. naked pictures for your significant other. But but women have lingerie parties. I know men don't have lingerie I, I don't know. parties, I, look, so that's I, weird, but- I'd, I'd be like, if, if, if Gabe- bought me underwear he'd be like dude i got you this great gift check it out and i open it up and i'm like did you buy me fucking underwear he's like he's buying you underwear for your next <laughs> it's, well, no. so last it's, night it's weird dude when steve asked me what i was gonna buy her and i told him oh i'm gonna get her gift card for to ulta and i'm gonna get her um some really cute panties from victoria's secrets and he was like that's so weird he's like you have to call jen and carlos and ask them like if that's if that's weird. And then he, so then everyone started laughing about my gift idea. So I was like, well, she's not getting cute. Well, no, you could tell Jen was like, okay. Like, <laughs> she, kind of on the fence about it. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't like, fuck yeah, like that's a great gift. She was like, yeah, sure. Why I, not? I, well, I text Jen and I said, if anyone wants to buy me Victoria's Secrets underwear uh, for my birthday, I'm a size medium. <laughs> well, but, but, but let me ask you this. Why not just get her a gift card from Victoria's Secrets? Well, because a gift then, card... Then she can pick out the underwear that she wants. Not all women like the underwear that you like. Maybe she doesn't like thongs. Or I maybe mean, she there's doesn't, not that many options. I mean, maybe she wants crotchless. Maybe she wants one with a zipper. <laughs> like, you know... Now, that's weird. <laughs> that makes it weird. The zipper would be really weird because then you get the taco meat stuck in there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh my <laughs> the gosh, roast oh my beef. Gosh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And, and okay. that's why she's not getting underwear I'm just saying, Stuff like that. why not a gift card? To me, a gift card would go, here's a Victoria's Secret gift card. Because, now I still because Victoria's Secret, then she can get her size. She can choose as not a, to get it. Maybe she wants bras. As a busy Maybe she woman, wants lotion. Maybe she wants... As a busy woman, now I still have to go into the store and pick out... My underwear. Whereas if you just pick it out, it's done. You thought I, about it and know. you put a gift I, receipt in the bag. And if it's the wrong size, they can exchange it. I, but I, you always buy smaller. I think. <laughs> I think. But then she still has to go in if they're too small. Well, no. So, I would buy what I think is really so her why size. Not a, I'm why just not? saying if you were on the fence about size, always go smaller. You're so aggressive today. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> Why not a gift card? Maybe it's because my underwear are really uncomfortable right now and I need some new ones. Maybe that's why I'm aggressive. Well, if you took them off more, I would know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but why not a gift card? Honestly, to continue the conversation, my question is, why not a gift card as opposed to here are some underwear? Because a gift a card feels like you didn't put as much effort and it's not as personal. But no, but I think it, I think it to me, it solves the same the same. Um, and no, it's very not as personal. Um, <laughs> I think it solves the same issue of, hey, I'm being thoughtful as another mom and busy woman. I don't know. That, I think 
I think everyone's being weird about it. I think it's totally fine. If they're a good girlfriend and you guys have a good relationship, I think it's totally perfectly fine to buy them underwear. Just like there's lingerie parties. When I, when I, we I got know. married, it's, someone it's bought me lingerie and I really appreciated it because you're spending money on other things. Like you just don't even think I, about it. All I'm saying is that I, I think a gift card is the way to go. I understand what you're saying. I just think that, hey, here's some panties. It's just weird. No, you know what it is? I think it's because we're going to dinner as couples. And so it's weird because there's men there. But I think that like if it was just girlfriends and we were having brunch or something, it wouldn't be as weird. I can kind of see that. I, I, I can kind of, I can kind of, okay. Because, you know. because you make, you'll make inappropriate jokes when I give them to her. No, I, no. <laughs> I, I just think it, I, I, I'll be looking at her face when she looks in the bag <laughs> to see her go, what the f- Thank you. Now we're gonna have to ask her tonight what she would have thought. I, I, I want to ask. Yeah, I, I am interested um, to see what. Uh, and it's weird because you know, Lori, she's a lady, and and Lori immediately was like, "Fuck yeah, give me some thongs, right?" Um, furry ones. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that was <laughs> how she said it. I don't know. I just, I, to me, it's a little weird. Yeah, a little weird. Uh, I think Rick would agree with me. Carlos definitely agreed with me. <laughs> Carlos immediately was like, yeah, dude, that's weird as shit. Like, it's not even, it's not even like my response to it is not, is not, eh, it's kind of weird. No, my response is like, that's weird. And that was Carlos' response, that's weird. And then Rick's response was, that's weird. I, I don't know. When someone gave them to me, I thought it was a really great gift. And I have since then, I know I've given underwear to at least one or two other close girlfriends. And I think they really appreciated it. But they were, they were very close girlfriends. I was going to say, I think it depends on the relationship between the girls. Yeah. Like, it's one of my best friends, or like it's Renee who knows me. Yeah, but just... Some yeah. ACDC panties for Lori. <laughs> Some, she's wearing a poison shirt today. Um, anyway, so we don't have to harp on the panty gift giving. Uh, we should probably move on. But yeah. I, I just, I thought it was really... Comment below with a panty emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am truly interested to see what, what people think. But I also think that, you know. Renee does no wrong, so no matter what, oh, we get the we get the Renee's always right and leave her alone, and she you should have let her give panties. I already can re, I can I can already guess what the 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 comments are going to be. Why are you treating Steve? You know, Steve, leave her alone. Let her get panties for her friend. Like I can already see it all. So, and by the way, our next door neighbor, look at her cleaning the truck. I have never seen that scene at my house. Anyway. Um, we had a, it was a little bit of a long weekend, um, for me. Why, and, did, why did it feel long this weekend? Well, it didn't feel too long, but it was a little long cause, cause I was gone Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Um, we did Buffalo, New York. The weather was beautiful. <gasps> While um, we are like having extreme heat warnings down here, you were getting to cool I off. Have, I was a little jealous of that. I have never sold out Buffalo. And I love that town. I love the people. Um, as a matter of fact, we ended up with a lot of people from Toronto, Canada, and the Canada area. They came from Canada to Buffalo? Well, it's, it's really not that far. How far is it? It's like three hours. So decent, right? I mean, but not... You know, yeah. I mean, no, I, look, I'm so appreciative that, that people care Made that en- kind of enough effort. about me to make that kind of effort. Um, but we didn't sell out, but I, I do absolutely love the club, and... 
the management's great and yeah it's just a great room and a great club and uh they're the general mills factories right there so it smells like cheerios and lucky charms outside <gasps> and then across the parking lot is a casino so you know i, I was I, gonna ask if there was a casino like, in buffalo i like the entire atmosphere the experience there. of yeah. buffalo but, but, oh and we did go eat wings but i i was just a little you oh know, buffalo wings i just connected the dots i was like slow to the party yeah um and i just i, I don't want to give up on the market because so many people that come to the show are so appreciative and so sweet. And, you know, they come up to me and they say, oh, my gosh, we listen to the podcast, yeah. you know, the whole thing. And, and I don't want to give up on the market, but, but it is a little, you know, but, but again, you know, this summer in particular, um, we are doing secondary markets and it has been a little harder to sell tickets um, this summer. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, we have been doing a lot of the Midwest and we've been doing a lot of um, the Northeast, right? So, yeah. you know, when you go to a place like Buffalo, who gets, they literally get maybe a month of summer. I was going to say, people want to be outside, like yeah. doing summer activities. And right? there Not was several concerts. There were several concerts in town. There were several. Um, you want to be at summer in the park. And yeah, they were doing fairs festivals. and festivals. And, yeah. You know, so I was competing with a lot. And, and I'm not saying I'm going to give up on Buffalo because I'm stubborn as all hell and yeah. I will continue um, to go and visit those people because I feel now I feel obligated to them, you know. Um, but we, we had a, a very, very special guest come with me that nobody I don't think has ever done before. Um, Staff Sergeant Shiloh Harris. Uh-huh. Um, I don't he has a book out called Steel Will. OK, because. He got blown up and he is a... How do we not have a copy of the book? I want to read the book. I, I want to read the book too. Because um, he's a very, very inspirational human being. I mean, you know, there's there's some people who exude positivity, uh-huh. exude confidence, exude... Um, I mean, they're smiling and, and... And it's so freaking contagious. You want to be around it. Well, it, but it, it not only is it contagious, you know, it, it also makes you look at him and go, man, what am I complaining about? Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's not complaining. He's having a great time and he's he's really happy to be here. And, and perspective slapping you in the face with Shiloh. So, yeah. So we met him, you know, several weeks ago doing the Purple Heart Foundation uh, with Bill Goldberg and Compadre's Restaurant out of Bernie. And I, I mean, Renee and I watched him tell his story and we were laughing. Yeah. We were inspired. We I think were, we talked about it briefly on the podcast. Yeah. It was super dynamic. It was very dynamic. So I invited him to come be my opening act at a comedy club. Right. Yeah. So what I would do is I would come out first and I would say, hey, guys, normally there's an opening act and today is no different. Well, and because people right? don't know Shiloh, I feel like we have to share Shiloh's wounds are very visible and obvious. No, he's very he's definitely a a, a very clear uh, burn survivor. See, he taught me. Uh-huh. He goes, I am not a burn victim. He goes, I am a burn survivor. He goes, because I refuse to use the word victim. Not burn, like I, explosion. I refuse to be um, a victim. He yeah. goes, so I am a burn survivor, right? Yeah. And I really like that. Again, you know, him mentally, you know, overcoming things and mentally putting things together is just such a, to me, an admirable um, situation. Now he's missing a finger to, 
He's missing his ears. Um, and they had to reconstruct his nose. But, he, you know, from far or even close, there are some burn survivors that are very, very hard to look at, if I'm being honest. You know, it's very uncomfortable. It's very... He makes um, you comfortable, though, because he's, he's just so, so warm and personable. Happy and... And even with the ears, he, like, makes fun of it. He just, he makes you immediately comfortable. He, he makes you immediately comfortable. And, and, and by the way, while it's on my mind, so we get, we fly home together from Buffalo, <laughs> New York. We're connecting in Chicago, okay? Mm-hmm. And I was so disappointed. So Sh- Shiloh tends to overheat. Um, because the skin grafts on his body do not allow oxygen. I was going to say, is it a perspiration thing or he doesn't? It's oxygen. It's perspiration. It's, I mean, he, the way he explained it is that he is 10 degrees warmer than everybody else. Right. So it's this, this kind of heat, him being outside, he gets, he gets lightheaded. He gets dizzy. He gets like dis, heat, disoriented. Like, he, like a heat stroke feeling or. Kind of very similar to a, to a heat stroke. And as a matter of fact, one of the shows the, you know, the AC wasn't working quite as good as it should have been. And he went on stage and you could, t- I could tell that he was struggling and trying to talk. And, str- and finally he just said, guys, I, I, you know, can you give me a moment? I'm, I'm overheating. Yeah. And he, you know, we, we, he got some water, he sat down, you know, Timmy and I rushed over there with a, with a cold towel, you know, to cool him off because you could visibly see, that he was having trouble, right? Yeah. So we fly to Chicago to connect, and he's not feeling good, right? He's, he's. I mean, it's early in the morning. He hasn't slept much. You know, we didn't sleep at all, really, you know, Saturday Why? night. Why, because you were at the casino? No, because our flight was at 3.30 in the morning. Uh. We had to, our, our, our car was picking us up at 3.30 to be at the airport. We were off stage and done by, by 12.30, 1 o'clock, right? Yeah. So by the time, anyway while you're attacking me uh we didn't get to sleep so you know not only did he not get to sleep and they're picking us up early and then we ended up on a flight which which the pressure and and being in a a airplane can change the way that you feel right yeah um the altitude and then we get to chicago and he goes over to the he's not feeling well and he goes over to the gate lady. And I told him, I go, you know, because I am group one, you can board with me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, he's like, I, I just need to do the pre-boarding. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't feel well. I just need to sit down. I need to cool off. So he goes over to the gate lady and he's like, very nicely goes, excuse me, miss. Can I, can I pre-board with pre-board? Mm-hmm. And she goes, why? I mean, like that. She was like, why? And then Shiloh's looking at her with zero ears a rebuilt nose and he goes um well because I, I thought it'd be a little obvious right and she goes yeah. obvious for what and he goes well i'm a burn survivor i'm not feeling well i if it's okay with you i'm listening to him talk to her mm-hmm. he goes, i'd really like to pre-board so i could sit down like i'm really not feeling well and she literally goes huh whatever and I'm just like, fuck you, dude. This guy has a purple heart. This guy got blown up and he is uh, uh, out there advocating for our military and you're going to treat him like shit. Yeah. Right. So American Airlines, shame on you, you know, to have somebody like that who lacks zero sympathy towards somebody. I was just 
I was hurt for him yeah. because it's already uncomfortable for him to have to, have ask, to ask and then for her to be like, why? Like, yeah. what do you mean fucking why? The guy doesn't have ears. They rebuilt his nose. Like, can you not, you don't have fucking eyes, you know? So I was very disappointed in, in American Airlines and that particular um, person in Chicago, uh, an American, if you want to send me, I'll tell you what flight. Um, but I was bummed, you know, but missing a sensitivity, chip. but oh my gosh, was it great. And so Shiloh took 15 books with him Thursday, uh-huh. sold out in probably 10 minutes. Wow. I mean, people are like, you have a book? And he's like, I'm sold out. I mean, I mean, he could have sold a hundred books that weekend. Wow. You know, and I'm, and I'm kind of sitting in the back, you know, watching him do his thing and I'm giving him notes and, uh-huh. you know, trying to help him kind of navigate it in a way that, that is more comedy club friendly, you know, right. a Can little, to a comedy little club. funnier, yeah. right. Uh, opening funny jokes, right. That kind of thing. Cause um, he's more motivational speaker, more motivational speaker, great sense of humor, <clears throat> but man, it was beautiful. You know, there was one, there was, I mean, he got a standing ovation after one of his sets. Uh-huh. And then when I introduced him as staff sergeant, purple heart recipient, Shiloh Harris, uh-huh. I mean, the audience gave him a standing ovation as he walked out there. Wow. I, I just, that just gave me chills. I thought it was just beautiful to see. Yeah. And it was just really special and really cool to have somebody like that on my show. Yeah. Right. To, to give the audience something to me really special. You know, people would come up to him afterwards and take pictures with him and, and thank him for his service. Are you talk about and, that that woman from American Airlines who just had no clue that, you know, you hope you're opening people's eyes to what that experience is like, you know, and what the cost of our freedom really, there is a cost for that and what that is in real. Well, there, not only is there not only is there a cost, you know, uh, uh, war is, is an ugly thing, you know, and, and it was, it was, I don't know where it came from, but um yesterday you know my seven-year-old who's almost eight god what did it what were we doing oh he was asking me um if i had ever gone to perform for the troops overseas and i said yeah i said i i used to do it all the time before covid and and before you were born i said i would go all the time and he goes well why don't you do it anymore and i said well you know covid hit and i go and it's, it's dangerous you know and i'm away from home for for 10 days and I and he goes well why is it dangerous and I said well son it's dangerous because I'm going to a war zone and he goes we're at we're we're at war and I go sometimes yeah buddy we're at war I go that's what USO tours are I go you know and and do those and he goes dad why are people at war and it just you just sit there and you go fuck man I don't know dude you know I don't know yeah. You know, and it's just, it, it, it's tough. And, and that's the point is that we don't know. And there's bad people in the world that, that hate us. And there's bad people in the world that are, that are suppressing human beings and just terrible humans. And, and we have to go do these. The government asks our soldiers and military to go do that. And they do it without question. You know, th- those are heroes, you know, and I have yeah. so much respect for, all those military men and women that when the duty calls, they do it. Yeah. Right. And they do what they have to do. And I love when I get, you know, people from overseas that go, God bless the American troop, because, you know, we have been in conflicts before where we have gone to help people, 
right? Yeah. So, you know, that is another reason I respect our military so much. And, and that's why I thought that this weekend with Shiloh was just really beautiful, you know, and motivational, you know, for somebody like that to, and then get this. So one of his buddies that they met in Germany, uh -huh. um, who is his, now his best friend and deployed together and were in the same platoon together or, or, you know, forgive me for not knowing, knowing the lingo, but they were together. Uh -huh. They served together. They served together. He lives in Erie, PA uh -huh. and him and his wife came to see him, you know, and then what's really crazy is, you know, our friend Dan, the mortgage broker, uh, Pittsburgh Dan, uh -huh. um, he's talking to his wife and we're all having drinks after. And he says, uh, Dan he's says, talking to the friend's wife. Yes. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm born and raised Erie. And, and, um, Dan's like, oh, I went to college there at Edinburgh. And, you know, do you know so-and-so? Oh my God, I know so-and-so. He was my coach. And, and then all of a sudden he was like, Dan was like, oh, well, I'm very good friends with this person too. And then his wife was like, I was at their wedding. And then Dan goes, I, I was, was at, at their, their wedding. wedding. Oh, wow. So here are these two random people that Shiloh put together uh -huh. that had never met, but were at the same wedding. Like it was just crazy and yeah. cool, you know, and, and, and I mean, Shiloh just did such a really good job. And, and I, I hope to, to bring Shiloh out on the road again. Yeah. Um, because it, it really was to me something neat. Yeah. Something special. I would uh, love to see it. How was it following him? Like the vibe in the audience as far oh, as being ready I mean, for comedy. And it, it, I mean, it was easy, right? Because they love him. They love him. And he, he, he does have this inspirational message of when you're feeling down, get up and keep going. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you think you can't go anymore, power through, he goes, you can, you're stronger than you think. Steel you know, will. Yeah. Steel will. Yeah, and, yeah. and, I wish he would have brought a hundred bucks because he would have sold a hundred bucks, you know, yeah. cause he was, he was great, but it, it really turned out to be, um, a, a wonderful weekend. And I was bummed out because I'm trying to watch Garrett's game on game changer, but dude, Carlos said that it was like 120 out there. Um, well, no, I thought that if it was 105, they called it. And I don't know if it's cause we're in the playoffs or whatever, or if people are just like, we're going to power through, but. I'm pretty sure it was 105 and those boys still played football. And like, what's worse is the time of day that it's happening five. There's like no shade at this field and everyone has their canopies up, but no one is under them because that's not where the shade is. You're like three, four, five, six feet outside of your canopy. Cause that's where the little spot of shade is. So they have a canopy set up for the boys, but all the boys are smushed together in like this little square of the shade. Oh, and, and you know, look, when I was playing football, you know, a million years ago, everybody had this attitude of suck it up, toughen up, you know, get over it, you know, yeah. be a, be a man. And, and to me, uh, and, and the, where I've gotten in my life now, where it's like, there's a there's a a line between tough and dumb. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's and and to yeah. me it's like, hey man, these are kids. They don't need to be out in 105 with no yeah. shade on turf that now the turf is making it 120, you know. Yeah. To to me it's like, guys, is is a 7U football game worth somebody one of our kids getting a heat stroke 
right? And, yeah. and look, and I, as a mom, I'm like, oh my god, I added even even if he's hydrating, and I've got the cool towel, and we got the ice. I gave him an ice pack just to like cool him down. Even if you're doing all those things during the game, I was like, did he drink enough water today? Like, did I pump him with fluids enough yeah. to like make it through this game? But I, I mean, it, it, so Carlos was running the game changer, and then it it, it kept. Um, um, going out, going the out because would his phone would overheat. Yeah, so he couldn't even keep Game Changer going because his phone would overheat so fast. Yeah, right? yeah the the girls, the siblings were like, "Can we watch your phone?" And I was like, "No, you're gonna drain the battery, and my phone's gonna overheat." overheat. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it was bummer for me because Friday I really didn't get to see, um, um, the game, the game, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, and then I I got to talk about Mr. George. Um, Who's George? Oh, Mr. George. Do I know Mr. George? Mr. George. You don't know Mr. George. I don't know Mr. George. Okay, Mr. George. Was Mr. George your friend at the craps table? He was my friend at the craps table. <laughs> Dude, this guy. And, and I mean, that old school, you know, I just love those guys. Uh-huh. I love old school, man. Can I ask you know, what ethnicity is Mr. George? Mr. So George was a, a black, was a black man. Okay. And so classy and dressed to the nines when uh-huh. he had a suit on and, and everybody knew him all the every all the dealers were like hey, he Ma- came to play oh he came to play george right so i you know i look at mr george cross and i go mr george let's make some money come over here and he's like hell yeah right so he uh-huh. came over and before you knew it mr george several other men saw me and mr george having a good time and then they were like Oh, I'm going over there, it's Mr. Contagious. George. You want to and join the party? I mean, you know, Mr. George got there with a hundred bucks. I did very well this weekend, by the way, on on craps. <laughs> um, but Mr. George showed with a hundred bucks. We are killing it, and I, there's just something about that old school, clean shaven, right? He's wearing a suit. He looks nice. He, you know, he, and because and something about a good looking gambler, dude. Well, no, but it's that old school, like I. <laughs> I miss the old school, man. These men that dress like men. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, when, when I look around the craps table, you know, I'm dressed like a man. But then you look In around your the craps table. Shirt? Well, no, but I, now at night I'm wearing my shirt, right? I'm wearing yeah. jeans. I'm wearing boots. Do, do I have a suit on? No. Uh-huh. I'm dressed like a man. It's yeah. crazy how many people my age I see at the craps table, you know, with their hat to the side and the, the baggy clothes. Are you telling the, you me know. you never showed up at the craps table in flip-flops? Uh, during the day, yes. Okay. Right. Anyway, my point is that there's something awesome about that old school man's man, right? Yeah. Well put together, very classy. He was, he was, he was very respectful and nice yeah. and easygoing. And so there you had to pay for your drinks unless you were like a Sapphire member, uh, right? And okay. Mr. George was a Sapphire member. Oh, so was he ordering right? your drinks? He was ordering, he's like, nah, whatever you want, Steve. Whatever you, I got it, man. I get it for you. No, that's all mine. That's all. So he was like taking care of me. And, and I just, I, I just, I love hanging out with the old school. Yeah. I just do. It, it makes me, excited i enjoy it i mean i I just love the guy and i really had a great time with mr george Uh and then the next night we went back and the whole table was like "Uh, mr george was looking for you mr george had to go home he was he kept asking if you were here he kept asking if you were here and i was like shit i came for mr george there's no mr george i missed each other passing 
gamblers in the night. It, but dude, he was awesome. So big shout out to Mr. George. I don't think he watches podcasts, but but maybe his grandchildren do because his grandchildren are probably my age. I mean, this guy had to be in. Was his, he that old? He had to be in his nineties. I mean, you know, black don't crack, but I mean, he had to have been in his nineties. But wow. I, I just enjoyed his company, and and I enjoy that. I enjoy hanging out. Yeah. With the old school. Yeah. I just do, you know, and, and anytime I have the opportunity to hang out with the old school, I want to be with the old school, you know, and, and, and I like their ways and I like the kind of men that they are. And I, I think there's a whole generation of people that go, all oh, these old heads, you know, they don't get it. I, I think they get it more than we get it. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I just, I forgot to tell you about that. I, I, I thought, um, how was the weekend with the kids? It was good. Um, we actually went and saw... That's where I was going with the Friday, because first it was Friday football. Yeah. And then Saturday, you guys hung out. Friday and- was football, and then um, Saturday we ended up going, cause, again, because it was so hot. And I was like, what am I going to do with the kids? It's so hot, we don't even want to be in the swimming pool. You know? Yeah, it's just hot. It's reached that point. The swimming pool water feels like a bathtub. Um but there was a play, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. You and guys Delilah to... hasn't seen Beauty and the Beast. And Garrett did a theater camp this summer. I mean, summer. it's basically a documentary of me and you. <laughs> She'll never love me. She'll never love me. Oh. Um, but I took them to see that. Because I was like, let's... We went to the matinee show. I was like, let's at least get out of the heat, but out of the house and go do something. And it was a great way to spend a couple of hours. They loved it. Delilah... I mean, it was long. And Delilah, who never sits still... That lady's like a little banshee. She um, sat through the whole first act watching Super Entertained. And then after intermission, she didn't stay in her chair, but she was like, we, I put us in the back. And so our row was pretty empty. And she was like dancing down our row. And then she would kind of dance down the aisle and like, you know, kind of sing along with them. It was, it was really cute. I think we're, I think we are lucky because number one, and it's just a reminder for everybody, like number one, I am a live performer, right? Yeah. And and I we just we love going to theater shows because people just don't go anymore. I think it's you know? twofold. And, I think and people forget, right? People immediately go, "Oh, what are we going to do today? Let's the see if movie. there's a movie." Yeah. Right. Instead, hey, let's see if there's a local production. Let's see if they're doing Beauty and the Beast. Let's see what's going live on. Live music. Town. Live music. Uh, yeah. Live, you know, the Magicians, theater. Right? Theater. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, any sort of performance. I, I think we forget about that in our in our in this world that we live in now to go, well, I'll go watch a live show. Yeah. Right? Instead of going to um, the movies, which is great. I we in the both we love love the movies. movies. We're big movie lovers. Um, it's well, let's go to the theater, right? Let's go watch a live performance. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that we did, and golly, I, I was floored over Christmas in Dallas, Texas. Uh, is it Dallas or Fort Worth or Where? Irvine? The Christmas pageant that we went to. Oh my gosh, that's a church. It was at Christmas time. I think they only do it for two weeks. Churches, they like bus in groups from other churches. It sells out. Angels flying, literally like angels flying. This Santa, camels, and Santa animals. comes flying in on his on his sleigh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all the crazy live animals. It is um I'm gonna forget it. It's Prestonwood is the name of the church. It is insane. Same. Somewhere outside of Dallas. Look up if it just I'm telling you right now, one of the most extravagant shows. Oh yeah. I have ever seen. Yeah. I mean the I mean, their theater, their equipment, 
their like it production is equipment. Insane. I I will say it is better than some Broadway plays yes. I have seen. The production value. The production value is better than some Broadway. I mean, it is yeah. insane. Yeah. I remember sitting there going, what is happening right now? Human beings floating above you. Angels. Angels. Yeah. And and Santa flying in on a sled. And then the three wise men coming in. And then the celebration with camels and sheep and ducks. But the and the I mean, size of the stage. And then the amount of people. Like there were probably, what, 300 people? Participating in the In play. that show. Thousand percent. Probably a hundred of those, 75 to a hundred of those kids. Yep. So uh, Renee and, and friends of, a friend of ours told us about it and they were going to do. Um, we would have never known about it. Great Wolf Lodge. And then it's not too no, far from there. the Gaylord. The Gaylord. And it's not too far from there. And that was kind of our day activity. Um, and the tickets are not cheap, but you have to get them. Oh, way, way as, in advance. You have to be on the email list. So as soon as they release the tickets, you were buying your tickets that day. And I'm sitting there going, oh gosh, like you're going to make me go watch some church play. No, this thing. I mean, first of all, ridiculous, this church, which by the way, I don't even want to get into. <laughs> I don't even oh, want to get into can of worms. like forget stand up comedy. I need to get a church <laughs> because those preachers make way more money than I could ever imagine making, right? I mean, it's unbelievable. Tax-free, too. The, um, the theater and their equipment was quite impressive. Even I mean, because there's giant screens. So, like, the cameras that they had and those giant screens that they had that they use in the production, crazy. They probably spend $1.5 million on that play, mm. if I were to guess. You think so? That was, oh, my gosh. It's it's uh, Look, I know what those video screens cost i know what cameras cost i know what i mean if, if i took rick over there uh-huh. rick would go oh there's three four hundred thousand worth of equipment here yeah yeah we need to film my special there <laughs> they already have them they have everything yeah, we need it was unbelievable anyway it was a great experience to take the kids to a play like that it was yeah. it was awesome but I'm just glad that you were able to take the kids to um, see. Yeah, that. we hadn't done we hadn't done that, and we ended up with like a free afternoon unexpectedly, because um, I wanted to go visit my parents, but Delilah had a little bit of a cold, so I thought, nope, we're gonna play it safe. And I was like, let's take advantage of the fact that we have this free afternoon, and the show happens to be going on. And were there a lot of people it. there, or no? Yeah. And they, they do several performances. Usually matinees are typically not sold out. And it was pretty stinking full. It wasn't sold out, but it was pretty stinking full. And it was not a small theater. It was a big theater. I, I enjoy most of all is like I like go, we went to go see A Bronx Tale off mm-hmm. Broadway. Uh, we went to go see um, uh, with the, the one at the plant. <laughs> That's so funny. We both go like this at the same time. Um, the plant that eats the people. What little shop of horrors. There we go. There we go. Um, I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy the play and I enjoy watching it. But what I enjoy the most is really observing how everything works. The intricacies of everything. Yes, how the yeah. sets come in, the sets come out. You know what I mean? The live aspect. The of live it. aspect. Yeah. The, the, the cues that they're hitting. The timing of the, the music. The timing, right? Yeah. The music with the lights, with the dancers, like yes. everything it was, all at once. It was, uh, that's what I enjoy about a live show is like. And then when see, wow. seeing when something goes wrong, but they still keep well, and, going anyway. And I really enjoyed when we did the Norwegian Cruise, 
the play that those guys did. That one was pretty phenomenal. That too. was really, really um, cool. What was it? It's they're they're British and it takes place in a pub. Gosh, I can't think of the name of it. But it's, it was it's, a broad, it, I think not a Broadway, but no, it was like a West, it, West End show. It, it's basically like piano bar sing along comes to life because mm-hmm. they're singing all they're singing and dancing all the hits and, and cheersing to the beers and I mean it, it's it's really. I feel like I have to look it up now. Yeah, what it was, was it really called? cool. Uh, Bruise or Bros or no something, but it was on the Norwegian Escape. Really, really great show. And the entire point of my conversation right now is. You know, continue, choir of man, choir of man. That's what it is. Um, but continue to support all live entertainment, right? Go support that band playing live. Go support that. Uh, and and a lot of times, man, you know, don't be afraid to tip because if you got into a bar for free and you're enjoying the music that this person is playing, if you got into it for free, they're probably not making a lot of money. Yeah. So maybe throwing them that extra five. You know, I'll I'll give guys on the, you know, the, the Vegas strip money when they're amazing, you know, when you walk by and they're playing the buckets and you're like, dude, this I'm being entertained here. I'll pay you for that. Right. So I'm glad you guys got to do that. And then I got home Sunday and then this week we're very excited because we will travel, uh, for the last week of the summer together to go to St. Louis. Renee's very excited about all the kids stuff there. I was, you know what? I just, I didn't know. And when we said we're taking the family to St. Louis, it was more out of like, um, we have work stuff going on and we wanted to do something with the kids. And it just happened to be that you were going to St. Louis. So we're going to St. Louis, but I had no idea how much fun stuff for kids is in St. Louis. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Cause we're going to catch a baseball game and, uh, I'm going to hang out with some potential donors for Helicopters for Heroes. And yeah. um, Eight Ball's going to be there, and Jake's going to be there, <laughs> and I'll be with my family. So we're very excited about St. Louis. And I did St. Louis a million years ago. Yeah. Um, and, and oddly enough, I ran into a GP Wildcat there, and I, I am not allowed to say his name. Um, but you got I, him in trouble? No, no, no. I had not seen him since high school. And he was one of those guys that I was very good friends with. Uh, he's a little older than me. We're very, very good friends. Is he like in the witness protection program or something? Why are you not allowed to say yes. his name? Not in the witness protection program, but he is CIA. Oh. So he is not allowed to be on social media. Mm-hmm. So he is completely off the grid, uh, doesn't exist. And seeing him was really cool. And what's even crazier Did you is know he did that when you went to St. Louis? I, I had no idea. Oh. I, I, I literally had not seen this guy since high school. And we were really good buddies in high school. Uh-huh. You know, we, we had a lot of the same classes. You know, we would laugh. We used to have uh, uh, thumb war tournaments and football tournaments. And, and, I mean, we were just really good friends. Thumb war tournaments? Oh, yeah. We would, we, we would have to go like, anyway, we did dumb shit. We were in the dummy classes, okay? The dummy classes, <laughs> they let you. They He's let the you. CIA. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was one of the, he, I mean, he came to my show and I was like, holy shit, like, it was just really cool um, to see him. And I was like, but you fell off the face of the earth. And he was like, well, that's the plan. <laughs> He's like, that was the goal. <laughs> so we're super excited to go to um, St. Louis together as a family. And um, we love you guys so much. Thank you for joining us. We got to give a big shout out to um, Old Salt Coffee. Old yes. Salt Coffee has been so wonderful to us. And, and we love the coffee. Trevino 10 is the code. 
Uh, if y'all are wondering, like, is the coffee really that good or do the Trevinos just say that? Uh, I feel like we have to say, no, the coffee is really that good. It's, it's like, look, you know your kid is beautiful when they say it twice. <laughs> right? If they go, oh, your daughter's beautiful, and then they don't say it again, your yeah. kid's probably Well, no, good. I feel like you know it's really good if Captain Evil actually says it's good because she's a, a bitch. snobby opinionated. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then, of I'm course, discerning. Aztec Chevrolet. We love them. Give them a chance, guys. Look at their inventory in Uvalde, Goliad, and Beeville, Texas. Yes. They will make it work for you. They will find a way to make it convenient for you. They want to sell cars. Don't think just because you're not close by that they won't make it work. Those guys are amazing. And girls. So mom took them. Uh, mom on the way here always drops them off. I saw that. Uh, she posted a picture with all the Aztec Chevy crew. She's so sweet, That's Mom. Sweet. She always shows up and drops off um, Mexican uh, bakery goods, you know, uh-huh. and they love it. So big shout out to those guys. Um, so with that being said, guys, we love you all very, very much. We will see you soon.